Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. to another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy in such an odd jersey. He's going to have to explain it on the show. He really is. AJ Johnson, what's up, buddy? How are you on this beautiful... What's today's date? Hold on. Let me clear my calendar here. March 18th is the day. It was a holiday yesterday. <laughs> How do you not know the date? <laughs> Dude, I'm not Irish. I don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Don't you got an iPhone? Is yeah, I do have an always iPhone. on your phone. I, I guess I could have done that, but I didn't. And what I what I did was I looked at my computer, but I I'm a messy person, so I have a cup in front of literally the app that says calendar. So I can't. I couldn't. Uh, it's it's just a mess. What's up, buddy? How are you okay. on this beautiful Thursday evening? And you don't even use the date. <laughs> hey, I'm March, good. I'm good. How are man. you on this beautiful March 18th evening, AJ? Do you want me to just at 8:06 p.m.? How are you on this beautiful evening? Well, first, I think it's important that you uh, clarify that that's 8:06 Eastern. We do have West Coast fans; they need to understand we do that. Have so, West Coast fans. Yeah. I'll go yes. ahead and help them out here. You know, uh, you know, what I nice say this a lot. I, I think I say this a lot on the show, but I'm gonna say it again. When we hit the go live button and it's time to start talking sports with you, when we have Dylan Aaron on the show or with the fans, it's a different type of happy. Like no matter what was going on, once the live button hits, like it all just woosaws away. And I'm, I'm always just excited. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. Always. You know, you know what I always want to do? And I might do this just for the fans just so they can see. I wish our fans could see what happens when we hit the live button and our intro is playing. We are <laughs> not, to toot our own, not to toot our own horn, but toot, 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 toot. Oh, uh, we got moves. Yeah, we are jamming to the beat of our own intro music. I hope you guys do do so too to our intro song because I mean it's it's a banger, man. It's you just can't got to be a trend, man. I, I want it to be a jingle. I want I want to be like. Just down the riding be- down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just be riding down the street and just listening to the radio and just hear our beat come on with an ad that that needs to happen. Let's make we should yeah. make that happen. We should definitely we what, should definitely make one of happen. our wonderful fans out there. How about you guys uh take our intro show and make it into a radio ad for us? Make it a uh March present. That's a thing, yeah, I, right? Christmas I, in March. I, I like I like this idea. I, I really do like this idea. You're 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 onto something here. But we've got a great show ahead of us, though, folks. Yesterday was all about March Madness, and honestly, the word madness can be used in today's show as well. But I didn't because, well, you know, we're just we love to be different. But NFL free agency has been absolute chaos, in not even a way of like. Like, like, obviously, you see it in the title. It says NFL free agent dot 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 frenzy and a question mark because it wasn't it wasn't like a frenzy, in my opinion. It just wasn't like deals weren't like flying in. Like the big names are still out there, in my opinion. 
the big names are still out there. And we'll get into that in a little bit, talking about who is still out there for teams to get. But I, I really just was expecting some massive contracts for the bigger names to pop up quickly. I mean, you saw a lot of the big names were locked up. And we predicted this. We did predict this at the beginning of free agency where we were like, okay, pump the brakes here, everybody. NFL free agency is not going to be this spectacular event that everyone has been building it up to be. It has not. And we're going to get into that, okay? Eh? Eh? Are you talking? You're on We're mute, gonna dude. get into that. We're gonna You're get into mute. that. That's what the whole show is about. I was on a different. I was on a different screen doing something. So it's okay. It happens. This, You've been on I'm mute not, before. It's not new. I, <laughs> I have been on mute, but you deserve this uh, drop here. Once it. You deserve that because you were on mute. It's your fault. It's your fault. Because you say things that get me hyped up, and while I'm on the other screen doing stuff and I hear it, I just have to respond, and I forgot that it was on mute. I, did, I had some unsavory sounds outside of my uh, studio. I wanted to make sure that didn't get in here. Okay, I was sorry, looking okay, out okay, for the fan. All right. Smart man, smart man there, hey. but you need to learn how to use the mute button and unmute yourself next time. But wow this is all about nfl free agency we're going to talk about the winners we're going to talk about the losers we're going to even play a game called location 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 okay and that is where we're going to talk about where some players landed and who has the better landing spot between two players okay but before any of that happens aj That is going to be the alarm whenever we have a free agent signing mid-show for right now, okay? That will be the alarm. But it is also going to act as the, uh, hey, AJ, it's time to pay the bills. Tell these beautiful listeners where they can follow us at. Well, first and foremost, head over to that Twitter at RoughCut underscore sports on Facebook at RoughCut Sports. 600 followers. Let's get it. On Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that like, hit that follow, hit that share. We have got the clips of our shows on YouTube at Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that subscribe, hit that bell so you can get notified when we give you some great six-star content. And don't forget, tell everybody. Everybody. And of course, this show is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether it be a signed cleat, whether it be a signed jersey, they have it over there at halftimesportscollectibles.com. Go check them out. The number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs. And of course, this show is brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Network, a great partner of the Rough Cut Sportscast. We are so happy to be a part of a great network that is the Belly Up Sports Network. If you haven't already done so, please go check out all of the great shows that they have on their network. And I also, I know they'll probably join in later to watch this, but I got to return the favor, man. I know we give shout outs to them and they return the favor back to us. We got to do it again. Yeah. Broad Street South, yeah. they, those guys over there, they took about 10 minutes to talk about our show. And we truly appreciate it, okay? From the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you guys for supporting us. Michael Sherman's always in here supporting us with his chat. Uh, it, it's just great. Angel, so thank Angel, you guys. Angel's becoming a great guy, too. He's uh, reached out to me a couple of different times. I hope to get up with him in Tampa. We're in the same city, so we might as well see if we can get together and collab on some stuff, man. I'd love to have them on the show and talk some sports knowledge. 
Yeah, great guys so over so. there. Man. It, it'd be awesome for you to be able to link up with them, though. But AJ, I've got a, I've yeah. got a rant. Oh. I've got, I've got a rant here, guys, and this is this is very serious. Okay, Uh-oh. it's very serious, and there's two things that I really want to go into, but maybe I'll go into one now. Maybe I'll go into one in the final countdown. You'll just have to tune in. But this first rant that I have is really bothering me, and I don't think it's getting a lot enough t- talk. Okay, why aren't we blaming Deshaun Watson at all? for what's happening with this with with this just absolute mess in Houston between him and the Houston Texans. I'm not going to get into this off-field like accusations, okay, with him and, and and what he's being accused for. He's been accused for like what like four things now. I'm not going to get into that. That no, it's not what we do here. I want to know though why Deshaun Watson isn't being brought up as at least part of the blame for what is going wrong in Houston because he knew what he was doing when he signed that contract. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins was already traded by the time, by the time Deshaun Watson signed on the dotted line in September, the Houston Texans were already starting to do things that, Hey, are red flags to someone signing a massive contract. That'll tie you into this team for the next five years. Okay. So Deshaun Watson is just being, looked at as like the complete victim in this situation because he was lied to by the organization. I get that, but you got to start putting blame on Deshaun Watson because he signed up for this. Okay. And what other NFL team allows their quarterback to have a say at the, a, a seat at the table. Okay. It doesn't happen that often. Not many play. Even Tom Brady didn't have much of a say with Bill Belichick in new England in, in Tampa. He has a say he has a huge say. But Deshaun Watson asking for a, he- a seat at the table and them saying they're going to give it to him and not giving to him, I get it. It's bad. I don't need to hear about that. I want to hear more of us blaming Deshaun Watson for signing on the dotted line this contract when he knew that there were red flags in place, okay? AJ, I know you you got some thoughts on this. I, and, and I want last, last my parting shot, my last statement here on this. The Houston Texans coaching staff, everyone involved has stated and clearly come out and stated that we are trying to do whatever it takes to make Deshaun Watson happy and and fix this, okay? And Deshaun Watson isn't even giving an inch, okay? Look at Russell Wilson. He said what he said. They're trying to fix it. They're working it out. That's what a pro does. Yeah, I, I was going to be so nice. I was going to be so nice. And then you took a shot. That's that's rough. First off, Russell Wilson is in a much better standing with the coaching staff and the ownership of Seattle. He's been there nine plus years. He's been a professional. He's been a Super Bowl winner. He's the reason that they still make things happen in Seattle when their team's been atrocious. You could say the same thing about Deshaun Watson. Here's the difference. Deshaun Watson is still on a rookie contract. Guess what? Deshaun Watson wasn't going anywhere anyways because there was no world where they were going to not pick up his fifth-year option. He was stuck there anyways. So the fact that they wanted to offer him an extension, the way they got him to do it 
was to hoodwink and swindle him and tell him that he would have opportunities to have say in the front office and things that are going on. No, no, no. You had a great five, six minutes. You can wait. Here, here, you want the solo back? You want the solo back? There you go. He was, I don't matter. I know what your face looks like when I say all this. I'm not worried about you right now. Look, they got him to sign this by telling him he would have say in some of the decisions and moves that they made after letting go DeAndre. Because guess what? He wasn't happy. Hey, Deshaun, we're sorry. We let go DeAndre. We didn't think about how that felt with you. In the future, once you sign on this dotted line, you will have a chance to have a say in the things we do. The first thing they did was lie. The very first thing they did was lie. In this profession, it is get your money and then figure the rest out. You have to get paid. You can get traded later. That's what had to happen because they weren't letting him go anyways. So I'm not saying that Deshaun was 100% a saint here, but I will say if they didn't pick up his option, they would say, oh, Houston, you're crazy. You didn't pick up Deshaun's, Deshaun's fifth-year option. Why do, we, why do we not blame the organization, but we blame the player, right? If they decided to trade Deshaun Watson. That's the problem. That's the problem, though. Deshaun's making history. My point is that we're blaming the organization. They're getting the heat. Rightfully so. What they did was wrong. But why is Deshaun Watson the complete victim here? No, why is what I'm saying is what, I'm, what I'm saying is if the roles were reversed, everyone like when when it's time for an organization to decide they want to move on from a player, the organization's okay. But when a player decides that they want to move on from an organization because it's no longer in their best interest, we yell at the player and say the player is all messed up and he should just shut up and play football. Not saying that's what you said, just in saying in, in general. So I I, I don't I get that. I don't, I don't, I don't support it. I'm, I'm happy for that. Look at, look at Matt Stafford. Look at Matt Stafford. He, he mummed for nine plus years and sat in Detroit in a losing franchise and never said anything about it. And what do we think about Matt Stafford? Wow. If only he had a squad, you know, I think Matt Stafford should have said something and got himself either a team around him or got himself out of there before. Deshaun Watson, to me, is smart for doing this. But the thing, yeah, but maybe the thing is, the though, is he signed the contract, though? He signed the contract. No, these red flags are happening. I want to pull up this comment here. Deshaun has a new coach and GM like every year, no offensive line, and they get rid of their good players. Make the team better around him. Yes, make the team better around him. But they were doing all of this stuff before Deshaun Watson signed his extension. Don't sign but the if extension. You said. But, if but you hold don't on, you sign said, the extension, you're getting. You said you, if you don't sign the extension, you're going to get franchise tag. You're going to get the fifth year option. You're going to get all that stuff that comes with that. That's fine. You can hold out and still have leverage in that position. You have no, no. leverage right now. Deshaun no, Watson has yeah, but, zero leverage right now. Zero. Yeah, but, but if you're on but that you have your option. If, if you're on that fifth-year option and you're getting tagged after tagged after tagged, you could hold out. A Le'Veon Bell situation happened because of that, because he that's, kept getting that's tagged. A running back, man. That's a running back. When but you have I'm a just franchise saying, quarterback, when you have a franchise quarterback, for, you're not ever letting him go, Is it, which you know may play into your hand right there. But when you are Deshaun Watson, behind that offensive line getting hit all the time, you have to set yourself up for a long term. What happens if he gets on this fear option with plans to get out? What happens if he gets franchise tagged again after that? And either one of those years, he gets Dak Prescott. And now his ankles turn the other direction and no longer has it. You have to set yourself up for long term. You worked every day that. from the moment you were seven to get this contract. You have to, but you that, have to take that contract. But that's the thing. You take the contract, but you know what you're signing up for. 
You know what you're signing up for in Houston. And again, I want to go back to this. I know Houston is more, it's like an 80-20% thing here between Houston and Deshaun Watson, okay? I get it. But we need to start bringing up the fact that there is some blame on Deshaun Watson and not act like he's the complete victim here and like he did nothing wrong because he did do something wrong if he knew that this organization was going downhill. The red flags were there at the time. You don't just trade away to Andre Hopkins and not see a red flag, okay? You signed told the contract. Him they told him when he signed the contract that he would have a say in, in roster moves and office decisions going forward. Maybe not every single one, but the very first one they brought up, they lied to him and said, oh, no, we just got to go and do what we want. You, you were told when you signed the contract. It wasn't like he was like, Houston, I believe in you. It was Houston told him that they were going to do right by him. And the very first opportunity they had the opportunity to do so, they did it. So let me ask you, is it okay to not give Deshaun Watson any blame at all? Are you you don't put any blame on Deshaun Watson? Like five percent. Five like five percent. I I believe when this situation was going down, you're looking ahead. You're still at twenty three at the time. You're first off, you're looking at the second biggest contract in NFL history behind Patrick Mahomes. You're thinking about what you have done and will be able to do for this squad, and the fact that they told you moving forward you would have an we'll opportunity do to do we'll any do of it. This. So do it though. What? You said. You have the opportunity to help this team and change this team going forward. Do it. He did. He did. It, it, From on the field, he had the thing. career year. He so, hasn't okay. had the opportunity to do it as far as roster moves. The I, first opportunity they had to put someone in place that would be on his level to decide about roster moves, he had no say in. They, they hired a firm. They told – huh? Go ahead. I, I don't go ahead. want – go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They I got heated with firm. that. They hired a firm. They asked him about places that they that or GMs that he thought was a good idea. The first name they gave, he gave them. They didn't even do any due diligence and look into them. They decided to go their own direction almost immediately, just like the very first time. And I'm not saying that Sean Watson knows the intricacies and the ins and outs of every single front office decision. Not at all. So, but I do think but, as a QB on the field, he knows what's in the best interest to put around him. But would you not want to at least give it a shot to try and fix this? What has Houston done wrong to Deshaun Watson other than this? I, well, I'll say besides the lying of the GM situation and the front office decisions and having a little bit of, of a seat at the table, there is something more going on between Deshaun Watson and Cal McNair that has not been alluded to. That is that is definitely a big thing for me because the from what I've seen of Deshaun Watson, no, I don't know the man personally or anything of that. But from what I've seen of Deshaun Watson's character, it can't just be that they lied to him one time. There has to be something more with Cal McNair because he's also said for this to be fixed, Cal McNair would have to fire Cal McNair. That's a big statement. So there's something else that we don't know the facts of. And I think that's the bigger picture as well. So we going off the facts, I can say that that's a big deal. But then the Cal McNair thing, I I would really love someone to leak that news because there's got to be something else. You got to go off of the facts here. And the fact is Deshaun Watson has never been harmed by the Houston Texans until this moment. So why are you, why? I mean, yeah, Russell, Wilson has had a seat the, uh, Russell Wilson hasn't had a seat at the table, probably in his entire career with Seattle Seahawks, but he, but, he hasn't just completely cut the team off from from that. I get that you were lied to, 
But this is a new – there's a new staff in place, So a little bit of a new staff in place in Houston. A that is trying staff. To, it doesn't matter. They are trying to fix it. And from what I hear, what is it, Dave Cully? He is one of the nicest dudes in the league, okay? And he wants to um, fix it. And you're not trying – you're not giving him a chance. You're not giving him a chance. You're not giving any of this new staff a chance because of this one thing. Yes, it's a big thing. But may the owner but obviously. But the thing is, though. But think about this: you've laid down, you've laid down your cards here. You have made it a, you've made it very clear where you stand with this organization. Okay, you know, they know that you are mad at this organization. If you try to fix these things, you're probably going to get what you want because they don't want to trade you. Obviously, they don't want to trade you because they haven't done it yet. If they wanted to trade you, they would have. Russell Wilson was offered for the, the Chicago Bears offered Russell Wilson three first round picks and any player that they're choosing. OK, that that's absurd. So obviously, if Deshaun Watson's out there, he's getting a similar package. If Houston wanted to trade him, they would have done it already. But obviously, they want to give Deshaun Watson what he wants. Fix the decision. Come back. Reconnect. Boom. Make magic happen. That's my rant. That's all I'm saying about we've it. Said what, we've said they, what we had to say. We said what we wanted to say about this. There is free agency to get to. And it is Shout time. out to all everybody in the chat, by the way, who had any input on this. You guys, they had some great input on that, to be honest. I also, I also want to and... – that's what I was about to say. I wanted to bring up – I want. ooh, new listener alert. New listener alert. I don't have an alert thing. <laughs> I don't have an alert thing. Welcome, the man, the myth, the legend, Richard <laughs> Tiemann. He is the host of uh, the fan show. The fan, the fan show. show that's it. I just drew <laughs> I a blank. Big time shout out to the fan show, man. I'm honestly, I watch those uh, BattleBot videos that he posts on Instagram all the time. Check out mm -hmm. Richard Teeman on Instagram. Those BattleBot videos are unreal, man. I love watching them every time. I'm not. I was never like I would watch BattleBots on TV a little bit, and then like yeah, I, I started yeah. seeing. Post about I'm like, man, now I'm starting to get into battle bots, man. So go check out My Richard Teeman at the fan show, man. He is he is unreal, fantastic guy. Free agency, though, man. Free agency is here. It's in full effect. We had deals dropping last right. night, Curtis Samuel to Washington, deals dropping today as we speak. I mean, it, it's getting crazy. Okay. I need to know from you though, AJ, right off the jump, who is the biggest winner? from free agency so far so this is gonna sound easy but <laughs> I, i'm actually gonna go with the bucks uh i really like the oh my gosh the hashtag run it back has never been truer you you were looking at this free agency before uh free agency kicked off and you thought like how are they gonna keep these guys you know levante david's up chris godwin's had two great years shaq barrett has two great years he was very vocal about not wanting to be franchise tagged again and wanting to get paid, and he deserved it, and he was right. And they found a way to get all of these guys back. And, and on the defensive side of the ball, Gronkowski, sure. I mean, Tom Brady loves him. We understand he'll be a guy that catches the ball here and there and then will show up in the playoffs. But also remember, they're putting him next to O.J. Howard, hopefully. Hopefully he will be healthy. Um, so I really like what they did there. And the, the way that they were able to move this money around – Tom Brady once again comes back to the table after just signing a contract, restructured it again, 
so they can get these guys money. That's rubbed off. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Mike Evans ending up taking some less money when the time comes to keep these guys again and get Chris Godwin. I really like the fact that they were able to solidify that uh, linebacker core. And now, and now they have some things that they can focus on in the draft and not have to really think too hard about it. You go ahead and get I, yourself another offensive lineman, another defensive lineman. If you can't bring Sue back, I really like what they did there. I, I, when you brought this up to me in the pre-show meeting, I was like, my first take for winners would have been new England. But mm-hmm. I mean, but when you brought up Tampa, I was like, I think you're right. Tampa is the biggest winner here. Not only because not only because they, they, they brought back their guys, but, this is a new culture in Tampa right now. This is a completely different. This is a fan. Like this is what you dream of having your team do. Everyone is not only are you winning and you have all the big names, but everyone's buying in this. They are buying into this. Guys are Jack Barrett could have made a a lot more money than what he did in his contract. I believe, let me take a look and see what this contract was for Shaq Barrett. Where are you? Four years, 68 million. And then he's got a million bonus. Like he's got a sack bonus in there that can, I think it gets it up to 72 or 74 million dollars per year in sack and playoff. That, that is insane. Uh, And you think they're not making the playoffs. (laughs) And then a $36 million uh, guaranteed. This team is buying in though. Like this is like the Shaq Bear could have made a lot more money uh, on the market. Okay. With another team. And I, and I saw someone the other day say that all NFL players are selfish and all they're in it for themselves. And this Shaq bear right here just proved that that statement is not true because he is buying right. in and everyone else in Tampa is buying in. And that is a scary, scary thing, man. We pull up this list yeah. back up again, man. <laughs> these are names that if you would have lost any one of these names, it would have been like, man, Buffalo, or not Buffalo, uh, Tampa is, yeah, it's a very big deal. But they didn't lose anybody. They and, and they're focused on not- possibly, they're focused on possibly bringing back um, and Dom can sue again. I thought he would be one of their casualties by having to bring back uh, Barrett and David and definitely want to get Gronk back. And I know they're still focused on trying to get Antonio Brown because, you know, Oh, Brady yeah. wants to play with Antonio Brown, and Antonio yeah. Brown wants to play for Brady. You play on league minimum to return, but this is the, that's the thing. I don't even it's it sounds absurd to say, but I'm thinking guys would play on league minimum just to play in Tampa Absolutely. Bay. And it, and, and like the Richard team has said in the comments, they are probably laughing about this right now. They are probably laughing about this right now. And shout out to you said earlier, Amit. I don't want to say names yeah. wrong here. He dropped a review on it for us on, on our page. We'll read it another next Ridiculous. week. That'll probably be our uh, under review on Wednesday. Uh, but this guy, he's great, man. We, we really appreciate the review. He says, agree with Tampa Bay. Also think there will be a turnaround in San Francisco and the Chargers with them getting offensive line protection. New England's just trying yeah. to make up for 20 years of not getting free agents, which it, it, it's very funny because New England's one of those teams that I'm like, They did so much and a lot of talk about the Jaguars not doing that much and they have the money for it. There's been so much talk about the Jaguars being a loser in free agency. They're not going to be my loser, but to me, it's like the Jaguars. I have mixed feelings about what the Jags did in free agency. And I don't want to get into like a tangent about my own team, but they're (laughs) a big talking point here for free. They are. Feel free, man. 
and they didn't do a whole lot. They kind of kept to themselves. They only, I mean, I believe uh, Shaquille Griffin is it? Sha- I can't, I think it's Shaquem Griffin. No, Shaquem is the Shaquille. linebacker. Shaquem's his brother. Shaquille is the, they got both of them. They got both of them. So, but uh, they got Shaquille Griffin, the cornerback from Seattle. That was their biggest move, I would say. And I wasn't even crazy about the move. I'm not, I don't think Shaquille Griffin's that great, but he's going to come in and be a, a 1A, 1B cornerback with CJ Henderson. I love that. And this guy, you talk about buying in, he wanted to be here. He wanted to return to his home state and play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that guy buying into the system early on is great for your team. But the Jags didn't do too much else. They brought in a lot of depth. And it seems like the Urban Meyer thing of the kind of college system where it's kind of quantity over quality. You build that depth before really going after the big name. I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with not having that that black cloud looming over my head of, man, they spent a lot of money. If they, these free agents don't pan out, it's going to really suck. And that's the worry you have to think about in New England. And you just have to consider, I mean, you got guys like Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry being there. It's it's it, There's a lot of bust potential there, and it could really hurt New England in the long run. I do like what Amit said, though, about San Francisco and the Chargers bringing in protection, man. That was huge, especially yeah. for the Chargers, man. You got a, you got the yeah. young quarterback in Justin Herbert, and you're giving him that protection. It's great to see, but where there are winners, oh, go ahead, go ahead, rebuttal, rebuttal. rebuttal. I'll, I'll say this about the Patriots, and then I'll ask you a question about your Jags, and then we can move on to the losers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Patriots, people are saying they are winning. It's another one of those situations of recency bias. You know, they got a lot of weapons that they brought in. And it comes from last year having none. I mean, their receiving core were guys like Gunnar Olofsky and and uh, Jacoby Myers, you know? Not the lawyer that everyone hears like Stephen A. used to say. <laughs> they brought it. Their, their tight end room was like um, Ryan Izzo, who I enjoyed at Florida State, but hasn't been anything so far in the NFL. So, and like, what's it, Dalton Keene? Like, who even knows who that person is? I like <laughs> the Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith part. But think about this. We're talking about them getting all these weapons and being excited, like Nelson Aguilar is there and stuff. You remember what people were saying about Nelson Aguilar two years ago? People have yeah. been trashing on Nelson Aguilar for years, and now that he's a Patriot, oh, man, the Patriots are making moves. Get out. Well, like, the funny thing, they, they the funny thing about that for is, sure. The funny thing about that one is, is like the New England way is like they get – the older guys that maybe not yeah. have fallen off or the guys who haven't reached their full potential. Nelson Aguilar ha- like hit his ceiling, you know, in, in Las Vegas this past season, yeah. he had a career yeah. year in Las Vegas. So it's like that one wouldn't be the case. New England's not trying to have a, a new project here for uh, with Nelson Aguilar. Also, right. I want to, uh, we like to do this a lot here. Shout out to Isaac. He's been he's been shouting you out. I want to drop that here. Like I said, we are, a fully we are a fully interactive show. You drop comments. We see it. We love to bring up all of the comments. The chat is buzzing today. We love every minute of it. Want to remind everyone that final countdown is at the end of the show where we talk. We literally we will bring up any topic you want, whether it be about pop culture, food, sports, whatever it is. It can go down in the final countdown. So please be sure to, to tune in. Go nine down o'clock in the DMs. Normally, yeah, normally that happens around 9 o'clock. I don't want you to leave now, but I'm just letting you know if you have to step <laughs> away, come back at 9 o'clock for final countdown. But, AJ, like we said, 
Go. Uh, you have a Jags thing, didn't you? The very. The, yeah, the very last point I'll make about the Patriots where they kind of did well in free agency is that defense yeah. is going to be really good because they got back Kyle Van Noy. Uh, they brought in another cornerback who I can't remember right now. But you remember last year, they had like seven or eight players on defense sit out the year. So they're bringing back guys from a defense that was really, really good in 2019 plus these additions. So that part I want to bring up. And then yeah, don't forget, you were talking Dante to Hightower, man. Don't Dante Hightower. Dante, he's coming. Dante Hightower out. is going to be back. Yeah, Kevin Noy is going to be there. I'm all about yep. that move. You you talked Jalen Mills. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, you talked about not really feeling too much about uh, the Jaguars on defense, and I feel kind of differently. Like, what did you feel about the Rayshon Jenkins as a safety move? Because you guys definitely needed help in the safety spot, and he's a guy who's really stepped it up from Charges last season, and I think he could do the same thing coming into Jacksonville. You know, that one, I don't hate, I don't hate that move uh, just because safety is a, is a really big need for the Jags right now. I mean, they, they don't have literally, they don't have anyone. I believe Gerard Wilson's still there. He's not much of anybody here, but I do like the fact that they added him. I like, I like the fact that they made that move that they're built. Like I said, Urban Meyer is coming in here and building depth. He's not going for the big name guys. He's the Jacks have a lot of holes. This team was the worst team in the NFL for a reason. Okay. They have a lot of holes and a lot of rebuilding to do. So Urban Meyer has this quantity. Like I said before, quantity over quality thing here, not to say anyone is bad. Any of the signings that he did you is there, is there breaking news? Is there, breaking this is news? not breaking news, but, uh, I'm watching one of the first fours. Uh, oh, you're the, the worst. Playing it. You're the worst. Yes, Mr. Watching Hockey last night and interrupting the show for every single hockey. goal. That is a lie. I was not watching oh, hockey. Sorry. I get the notifications <laughs> on my phone, it. and that pulls up, and I was, watch, I was watching the – I guess you could say there I was, was watching hockey. Goals. There was a solid the six goal that you were like, so oh, watching. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the notifications for it. I made a face. Right. <laughs> You did. You I made, made a face though, and I saw that. I was like, like no. because I wasn't you know paying attention to my now. phone for the notifications. But either way, yeah, no, I, I'm okay with the <laughs> what the Jags are doing, bringing in safety help. I, I don't, I don't hate it. I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you had that you wanted? No, me to... hit your losers. Hit your losers. Got buddy. it. I'm gonna, Here, I'm gonna hit my losers. losers. I'll get your losers. Boot this man. <laughs> I agree. Boo that man. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? My mom isn't here. Okay. My mom isn't here. And you're just, you're He's embarrassing laughing. me. In front of you're embarrassing me in front of my mom. I don't appreciate it. I do, I do not appreciate it, but I think the biggest loser here, it, it's obvious, isn't it? Isn't the biggest loser. It really obvious? Is. It's the Chicago bears. The Chicago bears have to be the biggest loser here. Their biggest and honestly, there's there's rumors out there, and I'll give credit to Dylan Kearns for dropping a very great thought in our group chat that we have. They the Bears just mm. cut Kyle Fuller, one of their best cornerbacks, who had a lot of money owed to him. They cut him. They're saving they're saving a lot of money by cutting him, but that that money might be to free up for a guy like Kenny Galladay. There were reports today talking about how Kenny Galladay was uh, was meeting with the Chicago Bears, and a move like cutting Kyle Fuller could open up enough cap space to bring in a Kenny Galladay. So I'm not I I don't even think I would say that 
them signing Kenny Galladay would be the savior to them being the biggest loser of free agency so far. They're big, they're the biggest loser because they brought in Andy Dalton. And I, this is no <laughs> shot to Andy Dalton, but there's the thing flying around where last year the Chicago Bears could have signed Andy Dalton to be their backup quarterback for Mitch Trubisky. Instead, they traded for Nick Foles and his massive contract, and they took all of it. They took every single penny of the Nick Foles contract from the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay? So instead of signing Andy Dalton last season, they trade for Nick Foles. And now Andy Dalton becomes a free agent, and now Andy Dalton is going to be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. That, my friend, is embarrassing. That face right there. That face right there. You want... You want to know what else is funny? Mitchell Trubisky is a backup now. <laughs> Dude, no, that is honestly, you want to talk about winners and good moves, but I don't like I, it's a good that move, but you know how I feel about move. Mitchell Trubisky. That dude, that is a genius move by Mitchell Trubisky. You know signed for those who don't know, Mitchell Trubisky signed to be the backup quarterback with the Buffalo Bills. Ron Roman's uh, Buffalo Bills, by the way, if he's still in here, he dropped a comment in here saying, "Go Buffalo, go check out the Roman Empire." Man, he's got good stuff going on over there. But mm. Mitch Trubisky signed with Buffalo, man, that's a genius idea. He's going to be able to sit behind Josh Allen, learn, be able to like build his confidence back up, hopefully, and then maybe get another deal. This is a Teddy Bridgewater situation, man. This right here is a Teddy Bridgewater situation. You're in a great system in Buffalo. Sean McDermott is a great coach. <laughs> they obviously can develop. What What are you laughing at, Giggly Bits? That is the best. Oh, that's my guy. Way to go. That is, that is the best. Sorry, the Bears, I just, the Bears are the biggest losers. Yeah. The Bears are the biggest uh, I'm losers. I'm with you. They have to. I feel yeah. bad for yeah. Allen Robinson. They now are losing, you know, uh, Kyle Fuller in that. Uh, I mean, they were able to maintain Mario Edwards, which is a good move for them. But, I mean, just not enough moves. And they're not moving quick enough, you know. Like, as a squad like this with Ryan Pace looking at a saving grace of an offseason, there's not enough happening. You know, like, you're about to put the same stuff on the field next season and hope for the best. And it might not work out. Like, whew. I, I don't have much to say. You know how I feel about the Bears. I, I just, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. What's they, your, they've ruined what's your, their lore. What's your, uh, what's your trademark here? Ooh, Lord. I, I can't do it. I can't do the way Ooh, you do it. That's it. That is, that's it. There it is. Yep. Mm. Bingo right there. <laughs> AJ, it, do you have any last thoughts of any winners, losers that you really want to bring up? Any last thoughts? Any parting shots here before we move on? The Lions, uh, not really. Eh. I mean, they lost both their really good receivers. And, I mean, you bring in Tyrell Williams, and we're still waiting for him to pop off. But Jared Goff's not really going to have anybody to work with. Poor Michael Brockers, who talked all that crap about Jared Goff, then got traded to there and still have to play with Jared Goff. Yeah, the Lions are <laughs> oh, doing Lions that things. Dude, that was that was rough when I saw when I saw all that happen with the Michael Brockers, Jared Goff thing. I was yeah. like, man, that's 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 gonna be an awkward conversation there, man. That is can you imagine can you imagine being how how do you think Jared Goff feels right now? How do you think he feels right now being traded and then like just got all the crap talked about you, and then the guy who was talking the most crap about you is now your teammate. 
I mean, I think he knew the jury was out when they traded him, you know, no matter what you felt about yourself, the, it was, it was clear what was being thought of as they let you go so fast. Like <laughs> you were gone, like immediately. I don't even think the playoffs yep. were over. And he's like, and we're going to let you go now. <laughs> and you're gone. Wow. Allen Robinson signed the tag. Mate, to me. I said this would happen. I said this to would me, happen. That's <sighs> a, to me, that's another sign that Kenny G might be on the way there. The feeling of having an actual receiver mate that you can work with. And I wonder if they still trade Anthony Miller. I know they really like Darnell Mooney. I like Darnell Mooney as well, but I also Perfect like Anthony Darnell. Miller. Why are you a Darnell Mooney guy, by the way? What What is the reasoning with this? He's, he, I mean, he, he's got talent. He's, he's a speedster. He, he can do a lot of things. He, it's, he's still raw talent. He's still young, but I, I believe he's going to shape into a pretty good slot type receiver. So, I mean, if, and if, if they were going to let go of Anthony Miller and I was only high on Anthony Miller coming out of Memphis, I thought he'd be much better in the NFL than he was. And he had a good season, I think last year or the year before, I think he put up like seven touchdowns in the second half of the season. But I think Darnell Mooney has a lot of the same traits, but has the potential to be a little better in the NFL. So mm. it's a good guy. It's a good dude. Good guy, good guy. All right, let's get into location, location, location. Let's dive. This is this is basically what what location, location, location is. And I just want to let everyone know it's it, I, it's it's confusing. AJ was confused when he saw it too. He did not understand. This is is, is, is this is going to be a head. What what is that? What does that? Mean? My, my first reaction. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that that was literally that was literally what he said. I wish I wish I had a recording of that because that is literally what he said. But location, location, location is going to be a head-to-head free agent versus free agent discussion where we talk about who has the better landing spot, who is in the better position, who are you more, most happy for, and we are going to kick it off with Corey Davis and AJ Green. Corey Davis signed with the New York Jets and. AJ Green. AJ Green went back to 2015 and signed with the Arizona Cardinals. It is the most <laughs> I can't even, we joked around about it before, man, about how that entire team is just this one big team where it would be like star-studded if it was 2015 with JJ Watt, Larry yeah. Fitzgerald, and AJ Green. It would and they just lost Patrick Peterson, but if they would have had him, it would have been insane. So let's start off with that, AJ. AJ Green or Corey Davis? Who's in the better position here? I, you know, when you put these names up at first, I wanted to say AJ Green, but mostly because I'm just hoping for the best. I'd love to see him come back. But I, I think I got to go with Corey Davis now. Uh, we we think that the Jets and Sam Darnold will have a better season. We think Sam Darnold is going to improve now that Adam is Sam Gase Darnold is gone. The I'm not going to go as far as the guy. I'm going to say as far as he deserves the chance that he's about to get to show that he can be the guy. That's what I'll say. But now that Corey Davis is there, this receiver group looks pretty good, and they're not done. So now Corey Davis is next to Denzel Mims, who our guy Aaron Mukes is really high on, and I think he's got some talent. Jamison Crowder is still there. They just bought in Keelan Cole. Those are some decent weapons for, you know, Chris Kernan has a tight end. We're hoping that he can get over these injury plagues and start playing a little bit better with the weapons around him. Sure. It may take away some targets, but maybe that's what Corey Davis needs. Maybe it's clear now that he's not that number one guy and he needs some weapons around him to actually produce and show the talent that he really has. 
So Sam Darnold can, you know, start new, put up some respectable numbers and hit his targets because he's got a plethora of them right now. And they say they're not done. They're still talking to Juju. I don't know how that's going to work. They're going to have that many receivers, but that would be a ridiculous wide receiver. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go at Corey Davis right now. It's a lot over there in New York, man. I saw the Keelan Cole signing and I was like, does this have to like, does this make uh, Juju not uh, an option for the Jets? Because there's so many people. There's so, I mean, you, yeah. you said it, man. You got Crowder, you got Mims, you got Davis, you got a uh, Bashad Perryman left, by the way. He's not there. He's yeah. not, he yeah. just signed with the Lions. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's just, it's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Um, but I really think I want to go with the AJ Green side here. I think this is okay a guy who needed a change of scenery. I think AJ Green needed that change of scenery. And, and now he goes into a contender, a right away contender in the Arizona Cardinals. He's not going to be relied on to be the number one guy. I know in Cincinnati, when he was healthy, he was also not relied on to be the number one guy when uh, not T Higgins, but uh, Tyler Boyd was there. It was like a one, a one B thing. Now he's in Arizona and he's not even the one. He's not a 1A. He's not a 1B. He's not even a 1C. He is the number two, maybe three receiver for Kyler Murray, okay? You have DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to be taking the bulk of the, the receptions in Arizona. A.J. Green's going to be able to just be comfortable, not have any pressure on him, relaxed in a new position, not in a new position, in a new location, in a new team, a new organization where he's going to be able to Maybe get back to old AJ Green. How old is AJ Green here? Let me take a look and see Ooh. how old AJ Green is. Because I, I feel is he that old? Yeah, AJ Green's can't 32. That old. AJ Ooh, Green's he's 32. that old. <laughs> he's that old. It doesn't old. feel like it. I was really expecting you to say 28. I really no, was. yeah. I was hoping to say 20, 20, like 28, 29, <laughs> like maybe 30 max. He's 39, though. Yeah. He's 32 years old, so he's not gonna be he's not gonna be relied like. This is the perfect situation for AJ Green. He's not going to be relied on too much. DeAndre Hopkins comes in, and it's just going to be great. I do. I, I like what you said about him just needing a new location, man, because honestly, he didn't want to be in Cincinnati. And I do believe that type of mentality, when you just, you're just you not having fun playing where you are, can really hinder your performance. And it sucks that they tagged him and didn't let him out. And you know now, all of a sudden, when he's washed up, they're like, all right, well, since you didn't like us, we're going to go let you. I said washed up, but I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like what you, I really like this idea. I, I wanted to choose that, but that I, I looked at that wide receiver core and I really, I think that's going to do wonders for Corey Davis. So I, I think Kyle Murray can get AJ Green to show up again. Is there a concern though, that this Corey Davis move is not going to pay out well for the Jets though? Because Corey Davis, let's be honest, Corey Davis was not a big time, uh, a big time player up until this season. So well, that's what I'm saying. Are, that's what I'm saying. They there, drafted him to be a number one, and it didn't pan out. But as soon as AJ Brown got there and became the number one, and they had another option, it allowed him to do a little bit more and show what he was capable of. So I'm thinking that's the possibility, you know. And, and it's gotta have to now because it's three years, thirty-seven five. So if he doesn't yeah. turn up, womp. <laughs> the worry that I had, to be honest, I, I I saw the the Corey Davis thing. I was like. I don't know if you remember this, but Brashad Perryman, when he left Tampa to go to New York, everyone was buzzing on him. He didn't have as good of a year as Corey Davis did when he left Tampa, 
but he still had a very good a, a good year to where he earned the contract from the New York Jets. And everyone was like, okay, maybe we'll see a breakout from Bashad Perryman. But we didn't. He ended up not not really playing. He ended up getting hurt. He just wasn't good in New York. That just right. I, I don't know why that's in the back of my head here with Corey Davis. But that was Bashad Perryman's thing. He's been injury plagued since like day one. You I mean from Baltimore to Tampa and now New York, like he's always gotten injured and he's never been able to, excuse me. When he came into the league, you were talking about top end speed, blow the top off everybody, great hands. And we never got to see it come to fruition because he was always injured. And I mean, I'm pretty sure the one in Baltimore was a knee injury. And I mean, that yeah. can take care of that speed right away. So oh, yeah. I think that's a bigger thing. I haven't seen an injury issue with Corey Davis outside of, you know, I play NFL football and we get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <later. laughs> So I, I I think, you know, health being the factor, he should be fine. He should be fine. He is a talented receiver. I mean, he broke records in the NCAA. We're expecting to see that again, but it just didn't work out in in, in Tennessee the way they ex- expected it to. Yeah, I, I just – it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't – and, and not, my not something you go, yay, oh, my God, Corey Davis, he's going to break out and be a stud. <laughs> no, but you're happier <laughs> for him than – the thing, yeah, I'm happy for him. I don't know if I'm happy for the. The thing is, though, and I, I told myself if if Juju Smith Schuster signs in New York, which could happen any minute now, maybe I yeah, I predicted bro. that he would. So, but if Juju Smith Schuster signs in New York, I think that they keep that they're keeping Sam Darnold. I think that's the telling sign that Sam Darnold is going to be staying a New York Jet. Is that fair to say? I I haven't heard a rumbling that he's not going to be there. Until honestly, until the draft, we don't know what's going to happen with Sam Darnold. It, it, the number two pick in New York will be the deciding factor of Sam Darnold. Until that moment, I won't even try to speculate on what they're going to do with Sam because I haven't heard anything else. It's true. I don't it's even true. think Juju coming is the exact reason because they may say, let's get Juju for whoever we pick, and he has all the weapons at his disposal. So this one's going to come as a surprise to you. This one yeah, might come yeah, as a surprise. That. Jameis Winston or Cam Newton? The reason why I put this here is because both uh, both stuck with the same team that they had, but both are in a, a, a potential quarterback competition because there is still speculation that New England is not fully sold on Cam Newton. So they could end up drafting a Mac Jones, and there's your quarterback competition. I don't think that they're sold on them. I don't think that they're still sold on Cam Newton. I can't. I don't. I don't think you can rule out them not taking a Mac Jones in round. I think you can rule no. out them taking a quarterback in round one. But who's to say Mac Jones falls into round two or Kyle Trask is in round two, and they and they take him. I am not saying that they're not sold on him to the fact that they wouldn't draft a quarterback. I think they do draft a quarterback. I, I definitely think the Jared Stidham conversation was a lot of smoke. However. I think they're sold in on him enough to be the guy coming into this season. I don't think there's going to be a competition this year. I mean, you gave him one year, prove it. And then you looked at yourself in the mirror and said, the blame is on us. We gave him nothing to work with. Then they went and got him all the weapons and paid him again. So I don't think they they plan on bringing somebody else in after paying him to start this year or possibly start this year. And I also don't think Mac Jones will come in and be a better option than Cam Newton would be. So I, I, I think Cam Newton's in a better to sit in a better situation right now, given the fact that, the but, Saints have talked about liking Taysom Hill, even though I still think Jameis will be their guy. But I mean, they have Michael Thomas but, and Trey Quan Smith right now. Who else are they really the thing, working though. with? But Adam that's Kamar, the thing. Though, Kyle, I, I, 
I'm really glad that you brought up uh, the. I'm really glad that you brought up the Taysom Hill thing because they chose Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston. New Orleans, or, New Orleans has already made it clear that they've. Cho- no, I'm, I don't mean to say they've done it this season. They did it last year. They bamboozled there us was in a fantasy football. There. Was there? Yeah. So basically, when Taysom Hill got his extension. He signed it. They liked him for everything he's able to do. That that Swiss knife player, and he can play QB. He signed that extension with the caveat that if there was an opportunity for him to play QB and start this season, that it would be him. It's been said, and I don't remember who I've heard this from, but it's been said that if it was like, hey, quarterback for the season, it would be Jameis. So that that's how that's how that happened. And Taysom got to four or five games last season. If it, I do understand that there will be a QB competition with them. Yeah, it's it's just it, it, you've already seen in New England they didn't they they bench Cam Newton. They've benched Cam Newton before. They have showed that they are not afraid to sit Cam Newton down and move on. But I I I would say I would pick Jameis is in the better situation here because I think. I think you look at the same, you look at what we talked about with Cam Newton and it's like, okay, they brought him back because he's very familiar with the system. And then there was no one else who could fit better right now that was on the market. It's the same thing with Jameis. It's another year in new Orleans. He had, he's going to know this system better next year. And he's the better quarterback than Taysom Hill. That's just a fact. He is a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. So another year, better receivers, I'm going with Jameis Winston. Last one, AJ, last one for location, location, location. Okay. Uh, we have a new, co- okay. Uh, Wichita state just yeah. lost Drake. Yeah. I don't know. The guy could have I took have- one more step before he took his, his buzzer beating shot. Cause he, he came off the rim. If he took one more step, they might've hit a buzzer beater to win that game. And they would be going I, dancing I needed, for real. I I needed to know who won that because whoever because I the the winner of that game is going to be the winner in that first round matchup that I've already said in uh in my matchup here though. But no, last one here uh, before we close out the show. This one isn't two guys who have signed. This is two guys who have not signed, and I want to know from you. If you have, if both these guys are asking for the same contract, who are you taking? Kenny oh, Galladay, without a question, so easy for is me. Is this easy? I, 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 well, for me. I mean, some people may feel different. Uh, Kenny Galladay, for me, I like Juju Smith-Schuster. I like what he's capable of. But Kenny Galladay, you know, you could call him Baby Megatron if you want to. He has that type of capability. The way he gets the ball, the way he runs with it, one of the better big body possession receivers. When he's not injured, you're you're guaranteed a thousand yards if you ask me. And I even believe with Andy Dalton, he'll look pretty good, you know, if if he goes to Chicago. But anybody who's in on the Kenny Galladay sweepstakes, if he goes to Cincinnati, if he goes to Chicago, they are the winners in that situation. I I would take Kenny Galladay over Juju. Oh, you can take that off. I'm. I mean, it was easy. No, I, no, no. I, I I'm, I'm interested because. So if, if let's just say hypothetical here, Kenny Galladay lands in Chicago, Juju Smith-Schuster lands in New York. I'm to, to me personally, I might be taking Juju over, over Kenny Galladay because there is, there is a, a scenario where Juju Smith-Schuster is still a very good wide receiver. Let's not, let's not forget yeah. that he almost had. What did he have, 1,500 yards two years ago? Obviously, the Antonio Brown thing was there, and, and that that is a, a, an excuse for that. 
But I think Juju is still a very good wide receiver. I do want to bring up something, though. It is slightly alarming to me hearing Juju's name being thrown out for the Jets. And I've said he's going to go to the Jets. The New York media is going to eat Juju alive. And that is my concern yeah. about it. So I he guess maybe it, it's going to be, it's going to be so tough for him. He's going to, he's, he is going to eat it up. He's going to eat the New York media alive and they're going to return the favor and, you know, and just bury him whenever he doesn't have a good game. And he's celebrating on TikTok more than he does on the field. It's just one of those things though. You take, so you're taking a, a number. Let's just say, I don't. I don't think Kenny Galladay is better than Allen Robinson. I'm taking Allen Robinson over Kenny Galladay. So Kenny Galladay would be the number two wide receiver for an Andy Dalton-led Bears, and you would take him over a number one Juju Smith-Schuster in a Sam Darnold-led offense. So the reason that Juju Smith-Schuster is being gone is because they're looking at Chase Claypool to be their number one. Juju was a number one because Antonio Brown left. He was given the opportunity to show whether or not he was a number one type receiver. And while he played quite well, I don't know that you can say that. When it comes to Kenny Galladay, if he was to land in Chicago to be next to Allen Robinson, who just signed his franchise tender, that's perfect for Chicago because now you have two big body go-getter receivers along with the Darnell Mooney who's doing the type of things that Juju would do, along with possibly keeping Anthony Miller to do the type of things that Juju would do. So that's a better fit for me already with a Kenny Galladay next to an Allen Robinson. So I yeah for sure I, whew, I thought you were actually for a minute gonna say Kenny Galladay wasn't a number one receiver. I about lost my mind. Oh no, I love Kenny <laughs> Galladay. He's definitely he is definitely a number one receiver in my book. But with Allen Robinson, he's two. I have him. I have him below Allen Robinson. I think Allen Robinson is is a borderline tier one receiver. In my Do opinion, you think he's a Kenny Galladay would come in and have an issue if he wasn't getting more receptions no. or targets than Allen Robinson? No, because yeah, you I saw it. Detroit. You saw it in Detroit. He shared with Marvin Jones. That was yeah. a 1A, 1B situation. That's the, thing. that's the thing right there. Another 1A, 1B situation where when you know the other guy, when you can build a camaraderie with a guy who's as talented as Allen Robinson and vice versa with Kenny Galladay, that that bolsters your, your go-get-it. I was talking, he's sitting in the locker room talking about who's going to have more yards today, who's going to have more catches today. You know, you, you build into that competition that helps the – the excitement of an offense. That's something that can re resend the offense. So hopefully, you know, David Montgomery takes another step forward and hopefully Andy Dalton takes a couple steps forward. If Kenny Galladay goes Please. there, but hmm? I don't, Please, I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I've said this enough. I'm not sure. I, I guess I, at this point where we, when we have this many followers, I shouldn't, I, everyone is joined. Everyone's on the rough cut sportscast. Now uh, shout out Bradley here. He's been in, he's been buzzing in the chat here and I, I we really appreciate it. I just wanted to, this was who I, I was talking about when your friend Beth came up, this was Brad best Searles. I was like, Oh, I wonder if she's any family with oh, Bradley. That's good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you, Brad. Brad, sure. I don't want to say Brad. I'll say Bradley. I'll okay. just say Bradley there. Brad. We do appreciate that. I just wanted to point that out that we are a full interactive show. We love seeing all the chat. It's just buzzing, man. Everyone is is very hyped today. This is a big thing, man. Free agency has been fantastic and we're going to start and we're going to start rounding out the audio portion of the show and get into final countdown. But I mean, final countdown is probably going to look the same as the show, man, where we're just going to keep talking free agency because there's just so much to talk about. So, guys, audio listeners, we appreciate you listening to the the audio. 
Are you about to raise your hand? What were you no. about to do? I was gonna let you do your job. I, I have faith in you. You'll no, get there. no, no, no! You interrupted me. You interrupted me. I, 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 I you, no you threw off thing. the flow. You threw off the flow. Do not happen by raising your hand. <laughs> that is it's a polite you know. way to do it's it. It's all you. Hello. Well, all right. If it's all me, I, I just you know you were gonna end it for the guys, and I didn't want that to happen before getting the wonderful opportunity to tell them where to find us at roughcut <laughs> underscore sports on Twitter. On Facebook at Rough Cut Sports and the IG, the Rough Cut Sportscast, where our guy Vinny puts up all those wonderful graphics with all the free agency news dropping on a dime. He's so good at it. Follow, so like, love, it. share. <laughs> <laughs> Clips at YouTube. Hit the subscribe. Hit the bell. And tell everybody. And, of course, and the show of is course. brought to you by... Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Take the take the lead. Take the lead. Halftime sports collectibles, where all the wonderful sports memorabilia can be found. You want yourself a signed cleat? You can get it from Halftime Sports Collectibles. It's March Madness. I'm sure they got some basketball over there that are autographed. Maybe they'll find a way to get some basketball nets from the NCAA Final Four cut down and and put that up for everybody. Maybe I don't know, but Halftime Sports Collectibles. Check them out. And of course, we are brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Network, a wonderful network network with fantastic shows fantastic articles check those guys out you will thoroughly get your sports fix anytime you're checking out belly up did i do it did i do it well am i a good guy that was strangely arousing <laughs> that was definitely strange so so strange i'm scared <laughs> you should be so you scared. should be scared you should be scared but everyone i just want to say here i just want to say it seems like we're getting some comments here that's like acting like we're about to leave. I think my wife only joins to the final countdown, by the way. I think okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think she only joins to the final countdown. But why wouldn't you want to join the final countdown? This is where we talk about whatever you want. Also, shout out to the legend that there is Amish Mike. Okay. His name <laughs> is unreal. It probably scares a few people. Michael Myers. He's, he's not a murderer. He's a great guy. But he is the legend that is known as Amish Mike. But. Thank you for supporting me. Guys, tune in. Final countdown coming up. Stay tuned. Guys in the chat, all of you, stick around. We're going to end the show. It's going to look like we're ending, but please stick around. We're going to talk more free agency and whatever you want to hear. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow for Funny Games Friday. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.